So did you ever, did you hear about campus campus to Canton? I have heard about it. Yes, I need to learn much more about the campus to Canton format. Where would you do that? <laughs> well, at campuscan.com. If only we had access to campuscanton.com and a promo code. Well, what if we had a promo code that could save you ten percent off? That sounds pretty good to me. Where do Tech I find is that? Starting as low as three dollars a month. But here's what I recommend you do. I have to. I have to add this in. You only get to use that ten percent off one time. Yes, you can only use it one time, Fanero. So use it on a whole one year package, I not agree. your three dollar a month package, because you want to save on the whole oh, year, not yeah. just one year. But then you can get different packages all the way on up. I recommend you get at least the middle tier just for the right amount of content. And you learn Campus to Canton with us. Maybe someday you're in a league with us. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. You think we can get enough listeners to start a league with us? I don't know. <laughs> we don't can know try. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Because <laughs> if we do, you'll be going up against Finero and I. We'll be <laughs> sharing a team. And taking you on, and, I, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of intimidated of this format. I'll be diving in for my first time, too. I'm in a lot of Devi leagues, Dynasty leagues. This next step could be intimidating. I can't think of a better place for us to learn it than campuscamp.com. We talked about this with Felix Sharp, and I, there's just no better way to get better at Dynasty and to get better at Devi than to take on this big challenge. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. We're have a lot of bumps and learning curves, but we're gonna have campusdecanton.com to help us out. So you're gonna have the same tool we will. So see if you can beat us. It is a learning journey. Come on it with us. And as Felix said, let Campus Canton be that parachute that slows everything down, makes us land smoothly into this next format. Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. Let's go! Let's get this show going, man. Hurry up, hurry up! With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fanero. never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Let's go. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 268, and I'm here, as always, with the feverish Fenero. You better believe I'm not going to forget about you this show. Nice. Holy cow. Holy cow, I'm still not over it. We went away and we came back, and I'm still like, man, that one time at band camp when I forgot about the feverish Fenero. <laughs> I have chills. I was remembered. It's the last show we did. You just listened to it, I'm guessing. We did some guys we're avoiding or not even avoiding. We're just noticing with the ADP, they're not landing on any of our teams. Now we want to get into the other side of it. Mention some guys that we're kind of finding a little bit later, maybe mid second, third, fourth round that we can't get enough of. We're trying to trade into those drafts. We're trying to get them as little throw-ins in our trades. Maybe people aren't quite on them yet. You never know really be how these radars work. Some people, get their guy and they're not going to go away from them. Some people follow ADP and they just take a guy They're They're not quite sure. No matter who you are, that's quite all right, honestly. And that's why we're here, but you never know. Also, if somebody, you, these players might be on somebody's teams and they might not be attached to them at all. Shoot. I have players on this list 
they're on waivers, and I've got a waiver in mm. for them tonight. So you never know. <laughs> How the heck are you, Finero? Pretty good. I um I have to admit something. I you'll you'll notice I forgot to take off my gardening gloves. So they're still on. I'm probably going to have to start they're dirty. there. They're I dirty do. Gloves. They're dirty. They're dirty. They've been, they've been on for a little while, but but you caught me. They're on. I sh- I'm showing them to you. They're my tight end garden gloves. I have a player they look that like they have has spit on made them. Like it. Some tight ends have totally spit on your garden <laughs> yes, gloves. Yes, I have a tight end that has made it into the garden swags. Um, he's made it into the garden. That is one player I want to talk about. So you just let me know when you're ready for that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm curious. I have a tight end, too. I wasn't sure if he'd get mentioned tonight or not, if he'd be a little <laughs> teaser or not. But, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, definitely, yeah. So if you're in a tight end premium and you don't want to use a mid-round, second-round pick on Trey McBride, I suggest six-foot, seven-inch, 252-pound Colts tight end, great landing spot, Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods. Now, for any other position on the field, athleticism means the most at the tight end position. No tight end in the history of the combine going back to 1987 has tested more athletically. Yes, that includes Kyle Pitts. He has a higher athletic score than Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, Jimmy Graham, Greg Olson, Vernon Davis, Kellen Winslow, George Kittle, Darren Waller. All of these players I'm mentioning, Hawkinson, Goddard, Jacecki, all have a relative athletic score, or R-E-S, R-A-S, of nine or over. Where, of course, the person who has the highest score is the person who has the highest score of all time is 10. That is Jelani Woods. I'm going to bet in the late third and early fourth that that athleticism and that opportunity translates. So, I mean, what do you do in the third and fourth round? You go for upside. This tight end has that upside. Uh, Jason DiRienzo was on a show with, with Brandon Lejeune, who they're now kind of co-hosting together on yep, Debbie Dayton. They're, Debbie, they're dating Debbie deep dive. If you haven't checked it out, Debbie deep dive podcast and Jason DiRienzo put him in his top 20 of all rookies, Jelani Woods. That was the first time I looked his way. And ever since I've been gobbling him up in the third and fourth round of my rookie drafts. Now, uh, Jelani Woods, just very, very athletic. He actually compares closer to Traylon Burks than any other tight end in this class. That, and that's saying something right there. And then and we'll stay in the same place. And this isn't for my list, but we'll the gloves a on? little bit. Well, but I think we should talk about Andrew Ogletree ah. a little bit too, who was drafted also by Dallas in the sixth round, converted from wide receiver to tight end. He doesn't have the athletic profile that we just spoke of with Woods, but honestly, like somebody that you could look at, it looks like Dallas is looking for something there with these tight ends that they drafted and they do want a pass catcher. Jelani Woods, even, I mean, these guys will also have to prove that they can pass block, which as Finero mentioned, this is the garden. I think we mentioned on our last show when we were talking about Trey McBride, sometimes this takes a while before they hit, but these are some of the cheap tight ends, but I love the Jelani Woods mention. Absolutely. Did want to throw in Ogletree even a little later, maybe even on waivers if you have room, maybe here in a gross two tight end league. Both drafted by the Colts. You are correct. Both drafted by the Colts. I said Dallas, didn't I? You did. I was just trying to clean it up a little bit. But yeah, the Colts. Thank you. Six round. they have nobody there. Six round. Yeah, they have uh, Moali Cox. Um, 
I think they signed it's him. It's a cooler name than anything. <laughs> He's been there a while, right? Um, also, an, also an athletic tight end, obviously not as athletic, but – um, he's been there for quite a while, and 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 now we have a different quarterback. Matt Ryan has you know made Austin Hooper a thing. Um, so I, I I I I'm digging this dude. And the other situation that I like that uh, with the Colts is the only competition that a, a tight end, let's just say a tight end right now, has for for targets is Pittman and another rookie, Alec Pierce. So you know what I mean? There's there's yeah. there's, there's some flux there for somebody who can. I, I could see I could see a situation where where the tight end is getting targeted in the red zone, for example, and all of a sudden we're all talking about Jelani Woods because he has six seven touchdowns. Like that's all we're really going to take for a rookie to have six or seven touchdowns. There's going to be a lot more people talking about Jelani Woods and how maybe he should have went in the second round or maybe how he's the tight end one in this class and not Trey McBride. All that being said, again, I do not dislike Trey McBride. I think he's going to be a very nice tight end in this league. It's an ADP I just, issue. It's an ADP issue. Yep. I just feel like Jelani Woods is so cheap. I got him in the fourth round in this draft that's going on right now. And I was just like, that, I feel good about that fourth round. That's a fourth round pick. I don't remember the last time I felt quite that good about a fourth round pick, to be quite honest. And it could, you know, it could bust, but it's fourth round pick. And he's hey man, and and I'm not saying athletic. you were one of these fortunate people, but I mean that was George Kittle. George Kittle was yeah, like fourth, fifth round in some mm-hmm. rookie drafts back in the day, and that you know what I mean. That kind yep. of thing, those things do Uber happen. athletic as well. Yep, Uber Somebody athletic. I have on my list is Romeo Dobbs, and I know we poo pooed on Christian Watson's yeah, ADP the last show. Yep, but he's somebody that I'm kind of thinking could end up having some relevance a little sooner than we think. And I think I his profile might get him on the field equally I or agree. quicker than Watson. And I think that he's, he's still, he's a nice body, still six, one, 200 pounds. I think that he could be the one we want kind of, or, or at least mm. similar, but more with that third round rookie ADP, your third round rookie draft ADP. Sure. And I just think that he's going to – I think he'll see the field similar amount to Christian Watson. I think that we could be very surprised by by him, honestly. He's definitely a vertical guy. But, again, Christian Watson's a vertical guy, right? So, like, it's kind of weird that they drafted two vertical guys. It's almost like <laughs> – it's almost like they know what I know, which is like Christian Watson might take a minute, you know? Yeah. So, let's just let's, – let's, let's get another – you know, let's just get another guy. And um, yeah, dude, he he's fast. He's fast. He's a vertical weapon. He can. He he's he's he he's the player that I told you about that I have a waiver in for. I have a waiver in for him. Nice. That's the price difference from. Yeah, that's great. Christian Watson, you know, and I'm not even comping or anything, but I'm just saying anything no, could happen of here. Of course not. The price is crazy. It's one league he's on waivers. Not all of them, so it's not that like that. That surprises I mean, me a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me a yep. ton, but it surprises me yep. a little bit. I checked when we, when we were getting ready for the show, and I was looking at it and stuff, and I was looking at his rookie ADP, and then I was like, he wasn't drafted. Mm-hmm. And so I threw a claim in. We'll see if it clears. And you can throw this league, you can throw a claim in every day. So that's how many times he hasn't been picked up since wow. the rookie draft, probably like two weeks. Wow. Crazy. Maybe it's just a league that doesn't have enough activity. Yeah, maybe. That happens. So I'm guessing he's mine if he's made it this many days, honestly. Yeah, I actually noticed that in um, in a, another league that I'm in, I put um, four $1 bids in for players, and I would never do something that cheap if I just won a guy. 
And um, I did it because same thing. It's daily waivers. Nothing was happening. Yeah. And I was just like, why Screw do it. I honestly was thinking about zero because yep. it's allowed. And, and I was just like, ah, screw, I'll put a dollar. What's that going to mean? And I got all four. And I yeah. was like, wow, that just kind of makes me feel weird about this league that just no one seems to care. Like, yeah, if you have the roster space, roster them. I mean, you get to hold them for three months and see what's up. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm with you, dude. Yeah. I'm with you. Who else you got? All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the third round of rookie drafts. This is kind of where this guy is cemented, traded up into the third round. Michael Sipes called me out on it. He was trying to do the same thing. Um, after being on HQ, I want to talk about a wide receiver who is consistently available in third rounds. He has a top ten quarterback, maybe even a top five QB, depending on how you'd rank him. That isn't suspended because I would love to bring up David Bell, but he's climbing up to the second round, so I can't do that. Um, and he's also very, very likely to be the number top, number two wide receiver on this team in training camp or even possibly to start the season. And that's Jalen Tolbert, 6'1", 194 pounds, drafted by the Dallas Cowboys in the third round. Playerprofiler.com compared him to Adam Thielen. Um, Gallup tore his ACL this year, dude. This year, in January, he tore his ACL. So this is not that long ago. And then if you want to add a little insult to injury, he didn't have his surgery five weeks after that. So Gallup just had his surgery February 10th. That's three and a half months ago. Not even. That's an injury that goes six to nine months. We're talking no training camp here, and we're probably going to miss September. So Jalen Tolbert, third round, great opportunity, Dak CD Lamb, I think CD Lamb's going to eat this year, by the way, just like absolutely crush this year. I think CD Lamb finally gets to be a wide receiver one this season. But opportunity, check. Draft capital, check. It th- sounds like a great third round pick. You guys draft your QBs. I'll take Jalen Tolbert. Yeah, it's a tough one for me because I, I agree with everything you said, and I think he'll have an early opportunity. He profiles great. Dak's looking healthy. But Somebody like- that I see get a lot of things wrong really liked him a lot, and it mm-hmm. made like him okay that's it dude i <laughs> you've been doing this a long time too and if there's somebody that 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 uh, consistently gets it wrong and, and everybody is, like, loves, loves about this it. person yeah and, dude it's okay i i i'm guilty of the same thing like you look you you said everything that 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 i said you know you liked you you understood but there's still things that I'm guessing at here. There's a lot of different dots I'm connecting here. This is freaking May. There's a lot that can go wrong for him mm-hmm. between now and then. But again, going back to ADP, third round, I'll take it. Yeah, and I hear you. And in the third yeah. round, I mean, you can't go yep. wrong. I You see some stuff and people are like, why would you take this guy in the third round? And I'm like, dude, I don't care who you take in the third round. I don't care what you – I don't care – if you go use that third round pick to get Ryan Leaf, quite honestly, it's probably not going to mean much in the end. You know what I mean? Like right. some of them will. Don't get me wrong, especially in this class that we can find these narratives and and it is a deep wide receiver class. But for me, yeah, it was just and I hate to do it that way, but it was one of those things where it's just like, okay, I'm staying I away. It. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you made me. You made me nervous now. Just just the fact that you brought it up, and I kind of feel wrong for that, but. <laughs> I get that too. I get that too. And I understand. He, he, and, and he wasn't even be on my list because I didn't. I felt like, or our list, our last show where we did guys we know we won't have, right? Because I feel like that's the wrong reasons, and the ADP is so cheap, and his profile is nice, like, mm-hmm. but uh, such the wrong reason to not want to get attached to a player, but. 
I'm curious if it pans out. You do this long enough and you see some trends. Exactly. Yep. You're right. Somebody that I've started to like, old man, old man, Vilas Jones, 25 years old, Chicago Bears. They're supposedly lining them up in a couple spots already. They seem like they want to use the kid. They have nobody there but Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. I'm kind of interested in the kid a little bit, getting a little excited, maybe looking too hard for my Justin Fields stack because I can't afford Darnell Mooney anymore. (laughs) But he's somebody that I have found myself, like you said, kind of in that third round sometimes. And you're just like, yeah, what the heck? You know, nobody, he's still there. Okay. He's still there. You know, and it it really looks like they're going to utilize him. His energy looks amazing. And I mean, (laughs) his energy on and off the field like his photo shoot energy looks amazing i'm digging it i want to see him succeed he's old that's one of his huge knocks but for the price like we said he's somebody that i've been getting attached to maybe a little too much but super cheap super cheap it's funny so so draft capital is the reason like right so so you're you're fourth round right you're seeing him mm-hmm. fourth round, right? So, so yeah, he's, third to he, fourth. He and um and Gray from San Francisco are usually staring you in the face right around that period. I think Gray even got second round draft capital, and you can pick him up in the fourth. So again, back to what you were saying, like who's gonna blame you? You know, who's gonna blame you for taking that shot? At least you're going with draft capital. You're also going with wheels, brother. Ninety nine percentile four three one wheels. But this is kind of what I could see happening to Beelis Jones. Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, that kind of guy. Like that's that's kind of what I see here. And I also don't love what Chicago did for Justin Fields. So I'm not real optimistic. I think if you want if you but like that's Justin what Fields they did for Justin Fields. But you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah, the, I agree I mean, with you. Like the opportunity they, should be there on paper. They never I do did agree. that for Jared Goff or <laughs> Matt Stafford. You know, there was always a Robert Woods was there. Cooper Cups was there. Yeah. Brandon Cooks was there. Van Jefferson was never like in that two to three spot conversation without an injury. You know what I mean? So I get what you're saying on Van Jefferson. I think we did get excited about it. Um, I don't want to go too far into this or it'll become too much of an endorsement into <laughs> Jones. You know what I mean? Nice, but I I, I, this is more of a, <laughs> like, don't make me defend it. Finera. Maybe a, a year, a year <laughs> one thing where I feel yeah. like he's the kind of guy, if he starts to hit a little bit, you move on to that bears fan in your yeah. league. Maybe you I, dra- approach I drafted the Justin Fields team. You know, I have one, I have one. So, so. I, have, I have one Fields Jones. So, but I feel like the price is right. You know, that one even is. like you said sure. with Tolbert, you know, you, you can't go wrong. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Who cares if these guys miss? And I hate to say it this way because this is these, this is what I'm actually doing. I'm hoping some of these guys do hit, but at the price, if they don't, you sh- I hope your team is strong enough to take the hit. Sure. I have two third round running backs that I wanted to I wanted to bring up to you, Swag. See if you had any interest in these guys because they're 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 gettable. They're definitely gettable in your drafts in the third round. One of them is Tyler Algier, who is getting more difficult to be honest to get in the third round. Um, 221 pounds. That's one thing I like. If you're going to take a stab at a running back late in your rookie drafts, that was drafted in the fifth round. Go for that size. So I love the size. Also, am liking the opportunity. I think Corderell Patterson. They they learned can't be their their lead running back. Damian Williams was brought in. 
They're the only two runners on the depth chart, dude. At worst, he's an injury situation away. Um, but I believe he could see some immediate role. Damian Williams, by the way, also has just signed a one-year deal for $1.6 million. That's just cottable almost. Like, that's not really a thing. Again, not saying Tyler Algier is going to be the lead running back on this team, but if you can get him in the, in the third, mid to late third round of your rookie drafts, I have a lot of interest at that range. So he varies. I mean, a lot of these players are going to vary from rookie draft to rookie draft, especially as these rookie drafts go on. Um, I remember I was getting Tyler Algier almost in the fourth round and now it seems like he's just creeping up to the you know was creeping up to that that early third there's a big disparity there an opportunity yeah and and be more people are talking about him um yep. yeah so it, it's one of those things that um it's what you enjoy about these early rookie drafts you get this value again david bell i got a 308 now i have to trade in to this early second round to get david bell people start to wise up adp starts to shape up Tyler Algier probably fits into this category, but I thought it was worth mentioning because he still is in third rounds. That's where I kind of started this ADP game in my head is like at the third round or later because that's when it's kind of a a little bit more of a who's your guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, who is the other one? I thought you had a couple yeah, running backs. I do. Sorry. Yep. The I, other I running back. You go right into it. <laughs> other running yeah. back is Keontae Ingram. Um, so this guy, again, size does matter. Six foot. 221 pounds. He's a sixth round pick. That I don't love, but Swags, the opportunity is there. James Connor and Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin being a seventh round pick with only 34 Williams carries. just signed like yesterday. He did just sign, didn't he? I did but, see that. Um, but at still. worst, but at worst, he's an injury away. And then in front of him, and I know you know this, the lead back can get injured from time to time. James Conner. So I do think that this is one of those situations a lot like San Francisco last year where you could see this sixth rounder getting an opportunity like Elijah Mitchell got. Um, but he is going it, to – it's absolutely going to require an injury from James Conner. So there's some hope there. I like that one. And like you said, that's super late. You start to see him going super cheap. And any time where you can create that narrative for a running back to get an opportunity – because they get yeah. them throughout the year. Running backs we don't like. Like guys get signed off of the streets sometimes to take a yeah. spot on an sure. NFL team after an injury. To what Baltimore had to do last year. Yep. So so you never know, man. Some of these guys find find a role. Yep. I, I'm hoping that I find a role for you guys. So we're going to New York, the New York Giants, and I want to find a role for Daniel Bellinger. Year one, I want to get those. I want to borrow your gloves. He's on my honorable mention list, brother. I just feel like the price is right. The the depth chart screams opportunity to me, whether you like him or not. Yep. I know you don't love Daniel Jones. I'm I'm not talking to anybody in particular here. I'm talking to everybody. But I could see him wanting to utilize a tight end. And and that Daniel Bellinger could very well have to be that guy. They don't have Ingram anymore. They got rid of Caden Smith. Rudolph isn't there, right? Yeah, it, it's looking like Daniel Bellinger. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones. It's looking like Daniel Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> they also have Jordan Atkins, who's also done nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, For there was a cheap. there was I was uh, listening to NFL satellite radio this morning, and there was a report out of um, Giants camp already that he is the front runner, just because not because he's done anything, just because of the absolute razor thin depth chart that there is yep. there. Like it just and it seems like a high opportunity that he will have every opportunity to become the starting yep. tight end. 
another one I got off waivers too, and it was not tight end premium. I want to mention mm-hmm. it was a weekly waiver wire. And when I got the guy, there was a message in the group chat because it's kind of an active league, and he was like, "Oh, you got my guy," you know. So at least a couple guys had their eye on him, but still dirt cheap. Daniel Bellinger could. You know, we mentioned even the two tight end sets. He could foreseeably help you out year one for nothing. If you're feeling good at tight end, he could help you out by trading him for even a third or a second because I'm getting him for free. I got a free guy for you. Let's see. Um, almost undrafted. Free as me. Yeah, almost undrafted in every single one of my um, you know, rookie drafts to date. I think he was drafted in just one. Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips okay. could wind up being the starting slot wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. How crazy would that be? If you if off your waivers you could select. And I'm not saying just cuz he's a starting <laughs> starting slot receiver on 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 uh, the Titans that he's going to amount to much. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have the opportunity on waivers to pick up a starting wide receiver for the Titans. I would do that. I would consider yeah. doing that. I would in the consider PPR doing world that. that we are in, yeah. a slot wide receiver <laughs> is absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't mind that one. I don't have any Kyle Phillips. I bet you he's available on some waivers, he like is. you said, though. And I have a claim in right now. I like that one. I'm going to throw some claims in before this show comes out. Absolutely. That's a good call. I, I love these late ones that you can go get for free. And the one thing I would say... And I know you're all going to stick with us throughout the season, but don't get too attached because some of these free guys, <laughs> you want to you wanna be able to cut bait with when you're really ready to spend your fab on some of the guys that are hitting. Sure. And sure. again, you can always reach out to us in our DMs at ArtBarkTV at SwagZilla0G. Hit up that Rookie Fever feed. We will both see that eventually. Um, but yeah, don't get too, too attached. These are some guys that we're we're telling you for free and there's an absolute reason for that. But man, if you get these guys for free and they hit, it has happened. We've gotten quarterbacks this way. Listening to rookie fever. We've gotten wide receivers this way. We've gotten running backs this way. We've gotten, we'll give you something for free. It's just not going to be all these guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely not going to be all these guys. Another one, another one swags, uh, Kennedy Brooks, uh, Eagles, uh, UDFA wasn't even drafted. Um, and I'm doing this simply based on that's this is this is the last year's uh, Sanders deal. Um, and he's fragile. That ankle, man, he sneezes wrong and that ankle acts up again. So, uh, Kennedy Brooks is somebody that you could get off waivers or in the fifth round of your rookie drafts. Um, I notice his name's floating around a lot more than it was a month ago. So I don't, I can't say that you're going to get them up on waivers if you wait too much longer. In other words, if your rookie drafts are happening in a month from now, that's probably not the case. But Kennedy Brooks and even Abram Smith, six foot, 213 pound UDFA, uh, only behind Mark Ingram in the backup role uh, to Alvin Kamara over there in the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I don't think they're, I think they've kind of moved on from Tony Jones, the UDFA from last year. So I could see, Abram Smith having an opportunity too. So these are yeah. these are flyers, but honorable mentions on my list that I wanted to get their names out before the show wrap because I think yeah. these are these are free guys like you had said. Running backs like running backs in particular. I mean, you don't need to wait long. You're gonna know 
when to cut bait on a running back. You're gonna know wide receiver and tight end not the same. You got to hold them for a while. You gotta you gotta hope Pass and pray. Them league, you gotta, yeah, back. <laughs> it sucks. Like you'll probably trade them away when they actually you know could have yeah. done something for you. But running backs, yeah. running backs are special like that. You can kind of know like right off the get. Okay, okay, this one didn't work out. That's cool. I took I took a free shot at that. Now just dump that guy. Make room for another dude. That's the great thing about getting yeah, these running back sometimes players. Sometimes even those guys. I mean, C.J. Anderson wasn't a year one thing. No, he was definitely. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, and, and I mean, you get them off waivers so many times, but yeah, sometimes you never know. I'm super jealous though. And I want to throw in at least one teaser. You nice. mentioned tight ends. I mentioned Dallas earlier when we were talking about Colts. So I'll throw you Jake Ferguson, hmm. a tight end that maybe you could see some opportunity throughout the season. Dirt cheap again, you know, and we're talking crap about like the development of rookie tight ends. So we're pretty clear throughout our last two episodes that we understand these guys probably won't do much for you year one, year two, but Ferguson, you never know. Maybe a Dalton Schultz injury and Ferguson spikes in value before you even know if he's going to start a game again, dirt free, cheap tease that a little bit for you. Nice. I liked these last couple short shows we did for them. Yeah. They're packed, dude. They're packed. Dynastynerds.com code fever. I am absolutely a believer. Put that code in, say 15%, go to DynastyNerds.com, watch some videos, see what kind of player shares you have, see what you think about Jake Ferguson. Who else? Should they just stay in the tight end garden and watch videos of <laughs> tight ends all day? You know what I had fun doing um, after these rookie drafts is uh, – you have to like resync your teams in yes, order to. Yes, I've noticed to, that. You notice that, and it, so it gives you a rank on where the computer, their algorithm, thinks you are in your league. So in this league, you're three out of twelve. In this league, you're four <laughs> out of fourteen. In this league, and you know, so it, it gave me some realism. Like it was like, oh wow, I didn't realize I was that bad. Or oh damn, you know, that, that, it's that reaffirms addicting. my belief. <laughs> but what's kind of cool is to resync after yeah. your rookie draft and see if you moved up or down a spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious now because I've noticed that update. We'll have to reach out for, to somebody from DynastyNerds.com too in case any of our listeners are curious about this. Yeah, I'm curious how much that actually updates within the Dynasty Nerds site because I have seen it. Like player shares will finally show up after sure. your rookie drafts and yep. your values start to change. Yep. And then I have done the same thing you just mentioned <laughs> was resyncing. That can be a lot if you have a lot of leagues though. Yeah, You might not want to sync all of your <laughs> – redraft leagues as well you know what i mean oh so no yeah i can be I, a pain in the butt i do just so dynasty leagues i'm curious how that works so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up nonetheless you can resync it if you want your it to show up even quicker but i have noticed that finero so use code fever dynastynerds.com i think we'll get out of here all right until next week until next week he um, is at art bark tv oh who are you I'm I'm Mike, the Fevers for now at Arvark TV. Just like you said, this as guy always, over here to my left, always. you know, that's Swag0G. You can probably find us at Rookie Fever or anywhere else the podcasts are found. And we are out.
the one-on-one scouting is never done This stupid go and run I told you anyone Size and speed just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout age for? Rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Juliet, baby, you're my friend I'll give a fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever Fever. Now you got the fever, so she got the fever, and he got the fever. No cure for the fever, so let's feed the fever. Thank God for the fever. Thank God for the fever. Now you got 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 the fever. Now you got